0: Wonderful singing this morning. That is one of my favorite songs. Worthy is the Lamb, and we sing to Him because He is worthy. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and open to John chapter number fifteen. John chapter number fifteen. We're going to continue our series on what does God say about relationship. What does the Bible teach us uh, about relationships? And uh, and this morning uh, we're going to focus on the area of making a friend we've talked about the importance of relationships we've talked about uh, how to confront a friend how to encourage a friend we've we've talked really uh, about these different areas of friendship but but this morning i really want to focus on this of making a friend because see the fact of the matter is we all need friends in life no matter your age or your abilities friends are needed in life right i mean When you think about it, and we're going to read John 15 in a minute, but even Jesus needed friends, and he was perfect, okay? So even if you say, I'm flawless and perfect, even you, Mr. or Mrs. Flawless and perfect need friends. We all need friends. In fact, uh, uh, I guess in the 80s, this guy by the name of Leonard Sim, he was a professor in in the University of California at Berkeley, uh, was... Really researching this about the importance of having a social ties, a social support system—you know, having friends—and uh, how that linked to our mortality and disease rates. And uh, one of the things that he was researching, he was pointing out that in the country of Japan, uh, it's it's the the country that's number one uh, in the world with respect to health and and to uh, and and you know the longer life expectancy. Japan is number one, and so yeah, he began studying why that is, and, and his research brought him to the conclusion that it's because of the, the closeness in social ties that they have as a culture in that country, and he says, the more that we have social ties, the better our health, and the lower the death rate. He said, conversely, that the more isolated the person, the poorer the health, and the higher the death rate. So social ties are good preventative medicine for physical problems, for mental and emotional behavior. And if there's anything that we've seen with COVID is that anytime there's isolation, social ties begin to affect, or lack of social ties begin to affect mental health. Um, I don't know if you've seen statistics, but uh, the suicide rate went up big time in the last two years with the COVID restrictions, all right? And once again, the, the COVID restrictions were for health and safety reasons, and 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 there's some understanding in that. But at the same time, there's consequences for it. Uh, they said even in teenagers, that was the highest uh, rise in suicides. All right, and as teenagers, that's probably one that we're most social or most antisocial uh, in life. It's a very key time in life. And what the research says is, if you want to have good mental health, if you really want to have just good health, have friends. Friends. Now, it's easy to say that. It's easy to know and see what the research says. But maybe many here are saying, well, how do I make friends? You know, for some people, that's the easiest thing. For some people, they've never met a stranger in their life. In fact, I was talking uh, last week to uh, our, our, our um, song leader here that was leading today, at least, uh, Brother Josue, uh, about his younger brother, Sam. Sam's over here in the pink shirt. He said, you know, my brother Sam, he is just, he, he, he can talk with anyone anytime. Like he, he gets on a plane to ride somewhere, to travel somewhere, he comes back with like five friends. He's like, I, I don't. He says, I, I get on a plane, I don't want to talk to him I get scared, I get nervous. It's just not my personality. And there's people that have a personality to make friends really easy. But what about those that we, we don't quite have that personality? How about those that don't easily make friends? How can They make friends. How is it uh, that that can happen? Well, this morning we're going to study that, but I want you to notice in John 15 what Jesus says to his disciples. Uh, Notice what he says. Look in verse number 13. He says, greater love hath no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. Now, Jesus already knew he was going to the cross. Jesus already knew that he was giving his life, and he wanted to share that, that truth with his disciples. You're my friends, and there's no greater love, can I tell you, than someone that lays their life down for their friend. And then he says in verse 14, ye are my friends. If ye do whatsoever, I command you. Jesus is saying, I, I need friends. I want friends. Friends can help, uh, and friends are those that, that can show and display love. No greater love than a friend that gives everything to you and for you. Right? Uh, so it's important to have friends important to have those social ties. So how do we do that? How do we, how do we create these friendships in our life? Well, I want to just give you a few principles on how to do that. Uh, this is going to be a little bit more of a topical message. We're not going to stay in John 15 all day, but I just want to share a few principles that, that I've learned and seen in my life that help on making friends. I want you to notice, first of all, if you're going to make a friend, you need to be amicable, all right, amicable. Listen, nobody wants to be around someone who is always in a bad mood, right? Nobody wants to be around that. Uh, and uh, that mood is something that you can control, right? Nobody wants to be around you when you're just, uh, I think the terminology sometimes we use is hangry, right? When you're hungry and angry. All right? It feels like somebody's always, sometimes there's people that are just hangry all the time. Nobody wants to be around someone like that. All right. Uh, if you're going to make a friend, be amicable. In other words, be friendly uh, with others. In fact, Proverbs chapter 18 and verse number 24 says that a man that hath friends must show himself friendly. All right? Being amicable. All right. Uh, if you've ever been around someone that isn't, you know what I mean. On the awkwardness, the out of place, the what do I say? I don't know. They, they seem like they're mad and. And By the way, uh, you're going to see and you can put out that vibe if you're not careful very easily. And it might be that sometimes we don't have friends in our life for the mere simple fact that we're just not friendly. We're not amicable. So you say, how can I be friendly? How do I do that? Well, there in your notes, with your demeanor. With your demeanor. You know what? Your face can say it all. (laughs) When we're happy, our face will usually show our teeth because we're smiling right? just a simple smile right, can come across very friendly if you're not used to smiling say I uh, pastor I, I, don't, I just I don't have the straightest of teeth or the whitest of teeth listen no one's gonna be judging that if they want to be your friend all right Friendliness is, is and, and being friendly uh, it hasn't nothing to do with criticizing how everyone else is looking. Uh, it's the attitude, the demeanor that we that we show in our friendship, and uh, and so just just in your face, you can do that. In fact, there was a study that was made by CNN not too long ago about uh, a blank face. You know, when you're really focusing on something, maybe this has happened to you. Um, you're really focusing on something, and because you're focusing on something, you you have like that really serious face, like you know what I mean, right? And, uh, and they were saying in this study that when you do that, we don't realize it as people. When we do that, though, uh, people that notice us in deep thought like that or having that face believe that we're not friendly, so they won't approach us. They believe that we're in a bad mood or upset, and they don't uh, uh, approach us. And, and the study was saying that most of the people that have that kind of a blank face and just a stare like that, don't even realize that's what they're doing. That was what was amazing about it. And, um, and so that's why, so being conscious, being conscious that, hey, if I want to be friends with somebody, I need to be amicable by my demeanor, right? Having a smile, it can say a lot. Uh, what you do with your hands, feet, your, your posture, you know, um, you, you don't want to go up to somebody and say, hey, how you doing? It's, it's good to see you here at church. And they go, yeah, it is. I really love being here. Really, really love being here. Nobody believes that. Did you know, in fact, that uh, I think it's 60% of communication between people is nonverbal? 60%. So it doesn't matter what you're saying per se. I mean, it does, but not as much as you think when it comes to communicating with somebody if your demeanor is unfriendly. It's incredible. Studies have proven this over and over and over again. You see, your demeanor can say more than just your words alone. How you act reveals how you feel. And now Jesus was one who did this to perfection. His demeanor was always one that was communicating love and affection. Even with those that were not kind to him. Even with the Pharisees that were criticizing him. You see him over and over responding in love. Being kind. He said, listen, if you're, if you're going to have friends, show yourself friendly. I love what Proverbs 17, I put in your notes. A merry heart doeth good like medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. In other words, that attitude, that demeanor, it's either going to be something that's good for your health, as studies have shown, as the one I just talked about in the, uh, a few moments ago. Or it can, yes, it can lower your defenses against disease and other things that's why it's so important. Hey, have a demeanor that is friendly. Be amicable. Uh, I, I love the story of uh, President uh, Thomas Jefferson. Uh, one time he was with a, a group of, uh, of guys. They were riding their horses and uh, they got to this river that they uh, they were going to be crossing. And when they got there, they had noticed that there had been some storms a few days before and that the storms had actually wiped out the bridge. The, the, the river had risen up and wiped down with the current, wiped out that bridge. And, uh, and so, of course, the companions being on their horse said, well, we got to cross this river. So they started crossing on their horses. Well, there was a traveler there that was planning to cross on the bridge and noticed uh, what had happened and saw all these men on their horses and said, well, I'll just kind of wait and see and see what they're going to do. And, and he noticed about two or three of them cross, and they crossed on the other side safely. And, uh, and so finally... Uh, He went up to Thomas Jefferson. He said, sir, uh, would you mind allowing me to to ride with you on the horse so we can cross the river together? And uh, Thomas Jefferson said, of course, no no problem. So got on the horse. They crossed safely on the other side. Well, once they got on the other side and he got off the horse, one of the other guys that was there with uh, President uh, Jefferson came over to that traveler. And he said, wow, I mean, that was pretty gutsy of you to ask the President of the United States to give you a ride over the river. And the guy was shocked. He said, man, whoa, 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 that's the president of the United States? I had no idea that was the president of the United States. And he said, well, then why did you go and ask him? And he said, well, I was looking at all of you cross. And he said, I was looking at your faces, and most of you had a face that said no. I looked at his face, he had a yes face. (laughs) And he said, so I went and asked him. You know, your demeanor says it all. It really does. If you're going to be friendly, if you're going to be making friends, let me tell you, have a demeanor that is friendly. Smile, all right? Have, have a, a, a vibe, if you, if you can say, a vibe that says, I, I, I want to get to know you, okay? I, I want to be your friend. Then I, I want you to notice not only with your demeanor can you do that, be amicable, but also with your words, all right? 60% might be nonverbal, but there's another 40% that is verbal, all right? And words mean things. Words matter, and, and we can show friendliness through what we say, uh, sometimes words can get us into big trouble. Have you ever noticed that, by the way? If you've been married any length of time, words, you know, can get you into big trouble. We can say the wrong word at the wrong time and never live it down, right? Uh, why? Because words mean things. Friendliness, if you're going to be amicable with people, use kind words, words that are loving, words that are loving, all right? If, if you really want to, to build Social networks in your life and and build friends, then you need to speak kindly to others. Learn. And and, and I didn't put this in your notes, but you can write it. Uh, Listen, look to build others up with your words. Look to build others up with your words. I think that's a really important principle. That as you're trying to be friendly with others, as you're trying to make friends in your life, part of being amicable with your words is speaking kindly but it's it's looking to build others up with what you're saying. Now this is not always easy to do. It's it's easier to be a critic of others, right? than to build them up. Just like it's easier to say, "Oh man, that building, I don't know what they were thinking there. What were they doing there? What in the world is that?" It's easy to do that. It's it's, it's suddenly something totally different to be the architect and draw all the drawings for the building to go up. Just easier to be a critic than an architect. It's easy to destroy something than to build something but if you want to build really good friendships in your life look to build others up with your words Uh, talk about uh, the good their strengths that they have talk about uh, how you like maybe their smile or how you like uh, the fact that they're always willing to help Uh, talk about the strengths that they may have in their life look to build people up with their words um proverbs chapter 25 verse 11 i put that verse in your notes A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pictures of silver. In other words, it just goes hand in hand. It goes perfect. All right, so part of making friends in our life is being amicable. That means, in my demeanor, smiling, being receptive, being happy to see people, and with my words, I'm building them up. I'm being kind. I'm being loving in what I'm sharing with them. Number two, let me give you a second principle, and that is be accessible. You want to have friends in your life, be accessible. And now this is important because without being accessible to others, then it's impossible for you to get to know them, okay? you. If you want to get to know somebody, you need to be accessible. There are things that uh, social media just cannot do, all right? Now, I love that social media and, and, and the platforms that we have in the digital world can keep us connected, Right, we we can send texts to one another and, and things like that, but how many have found or maybe you've done this by by, you know, just without thinking, you're just kind of texting. But I've done this many times where you text something, and then you hit send, and then you read it and you're like, oh, uh, I, I hope they know what what tone of voice I'm saying that. I mean, I was just a joke. I oh, uh, 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 I I've done that before. Then you know, the next text is like, um, it was just a joke. I, I you know, I I hope you don't take it like like I'm saying it seriously. Because there are some things that you can communicate in person that you just can't do it digitally in the same way. Being accessible is much like that. Being accessible is saying, I I want you to know that I'm here for you. And and being a friend and being accessible to others means making time for others. Making time. Not having time for others. Making time. Because if you want, you can justify why you never get around people and never hang out with people. We can all justify that. Hey, man, I'm busy at work. I got kids. uh, I got a wife. I've got a family. I've got, you know, uh, things I got to get done, projects. I've got goals that I got to get done. Like, I just don't have time for this, you know, social world stuff. And we can all justify why we don't have time. But the key is not having time to make friends. It's making time for friends. Being accessible is making time for that. It's, it's, it's if, if I could just say, changing our, our inconveniences, right? Sometimes it's like, I, I don't want to really uh, make time for others because it's inconvenient. I don't want to change my schedule. I already have a routine. And it's like, okay, you can do that. But then don't wonder why I don't have no friends. Life gets tough and nobody cares if I'm there or not there. No one gives me an encouraging word. Well, many times that's because you're just not accessible. You know, you you, kind of keep people at a distance. I'm telling you, if you want to make friends, take time for others. All right, Take time and make time for others. Um, I think Jesus did this in an amazing way. I put this in your notes in John chapter 3. The day that Jesus met Nicodemus, um, I put it in bold. I think it's in bold in your notes. Um, in verse number two, it says, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. And I put this next phrase in bold. The same came to Jesus by night. I don't know about you, but if you've read just kind of how Jesus' schedule was, he was pretty busy in the day. Okay? He had literally thousands of people wanting him to do miracles wanting him to feed them, wanting to hear him teach. I mean, he had something to do every hour of his calendar day. And now here comes Nicodemus at night, okay, the time where it's like, hey, I need a rest. I just want to relax. I kind of just, I want to unplug. Here comes Nicodemus, and he says, hey, can I talk to you real quick? And you know what Jesus said? He said, get out of here. I'm too busy. No, he didn't. He stayed that night there and began to talk to Nicodemus. And one of the greatest truths the world has ever known, John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You know when he said that? To Nicodemus at night, at a time that was inconvenient probably for most people. But Jesus said, uh, if I'm going to be a friend, I need to be accessible. Nicodemus, you want to come and talk at night? Let's talk at night. Now, I'm not saying that, oh, every time somebody wants to talk to you, if it's midnight, if it's 2 in the morning, you've got to answer. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying there ought to be something in you that says, I can be accessible to people if you're going to make friends. So making time for friends. Secondly, uh, get around others. And this is so important it cannot be overstated. Being accessible by getting around others. Whenever there's an opportunity to get around others, go. If there's an event, go. If there's an activity at church, go. If there's a work day. Go. Listen, as a church, we do our very best to plan all kinds of events and all kinds of programs in this church so that we get to know one another, to get around one another. Uh, the reason at five o'clock we come back and have the classes so we can get to know one another a little bit better. And that's important because our friends should be people that we can talk to and be accessible with, and talk with. That's what we try to do. And so if you say, man, I've been coming to this church forever, and I have no friends, my, my question is, are you coming to the activities? Are you getting around people? Because if you if you want to have friends, you got to be friendly, so you got to be amicable, smile, You gotta use kind words, and look, look to build people up, and suddenly, you know what? Be accessible to people, and people start coming to you. You can make friends really quick in this church. I, I, I Listen, I, I, I've seen it. I've seen it. Getting around others. John chapter 5, verse 1, it says, After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. He was there. He was there. If anyone had a great excuse to get away from people, it was Jesus, because he was always around people. But he didn't. He was accessible. He got around where people were there. If you want to have friends, do that. Number three, last one, be active. We cannot be passive about friendships. We need to actively desire to connect with others and build friendships. You say, how do I do that? How can I be active in, in friendships? Well, letter A there, determined to go talk with someone. Now, once again, this might be easy for someone that is just like a social bug. It's like, yeah, going to talk to somebody, no problem. But someone that's not, anyone that's an introvert knows, that might be the scariest thing. I remember hearing a bit from Jerry Seinfeld. He was a comedian, and he was kind of highlighting this. He was saying that, you know, the number one fear of most people is public speaking. They did a a, a research poll on this, and the number one fear for people was getting up to speak in front of an audience. He said number two was death. He said, if you comprehend that, that means at the average funeral, people would rather be in the casket than the one talking about the eulogy. So true. But when it comes to being active in friendships, listen, you just got to determine, you're going to have to get over that fear. It it might be very, very scary, but you can overcome it. There are times when you're just going to have to face that fear. Uh, I remember when I was, uh, I think probably middle school was the first time I got on anything remotely close to a roller coaster. In fact, before I even got on a roller coaster, I got on the uh, the Ferris wheel. I went to a carnival with my brother, Jason, and um, and he was like, yeah, hey man, let's go on the Ferris wheel. I was like, yeah, <sighs> really scared, really scared. I didn't really want to get up there, and uh, and uh, but I didn't want to stay, you know, just there alone by myself. So I said, all right, let's go. So we get in there and about, uh, I don't know, it moved like two or three carts because other people were, were getting in, right? So when it moved like, I don't know, maybe only like 10 feet. I was like, Jay, I got to <laughs> confess, man, I'm really scared of heights. I mean like really scared of heights. And uh, I'll never forget, he said, well, man, got to face your fear, dude. Just got to face your fear. I think his words were like man up or something like that. <laughs> I was like really challenged by that. I was like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Um, Can I tell you, I'm still really, I'm 38 now. I'm still terrified of heights. I hate heights. But one thing that I I did that day, and then I started getting on roller coasters, and I'm at the point, believe it or not, I'd really like to try um, skydiving. So me and my wife were talking about maybe on our 15th anniversary doing that. Um, But I'm still terrified. Like I I, I see pictures even, and I'm like, all right, I, I don't know. But part of me says, I got to face that fear. I just got to do it, you know? And roller coasters are the funnest things. Anyone that has been on roller coasters that has overcome that fear can joy. Some, some, some don't ever overcome that fear, and that's okay. But uh, for, for roller coasters, you don't need to overcome that fear. For friendships, you do. But it's something that you can do. Every one of us can do that. You can just determine, I'm just going to go and talk with somebody. Uh, Jesus did this. Luke chapter 19 uh, in verse number five, it's a very familiar story. If you grew up in church, it's the story of Zacchaeus. And he wanted to see Jesus. Jesus is walking by uh, the road, and, and 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 suddenly he sees Zacchaeus up in a tree, and he goes and talks to him. He says, Zacchaeus, come on down, man. I'm going to go to your house. Today, today, we're going to go to your house. Zacchaeus was a really rich man. Uh, he was the chief of the publicans, which means not only was he rich, but he was a boss, I don't know about you, but most bosses I know, they're not afraid to just talk to people. And yet, here's Zacchaeus. I've always thought, like, why get in a treaty? Just go and talk to him, man. You had wealth. You had power. Just go. Couldn't do it. But you know what? Jesus, being the friend that he is, he went to where Zacchaeus was. He just determined, I'm going to go and talk with him. Don't be passive in your relationships. You're not just going to have a friend just because you desire to have a friend. You need to determine to go and talk with them. And be a friend. And then uh, let me give you the last uh, thought on this, and that is determined to be open with someone. You know, there are certain risks in becoming friends with people. By being open, you're leaving yourself uh, exposed to something of maybe being laughed at, mocked, rejected, or even hated sometimes. That's scary. It's, it's risky sometimes to open up to somebody and say, man, I could share something with them, and they can go and blast me on social media for doing that. And there's a, a certain fear there that can, can stop us from being friendly with others because of that. But l- let me just tell you about the opposite side of that. All right, Just like, yes, you might be mocked. Yes, you might be laughed at. Yes, you might be hated and all of that. But let me tell you something. If you're open with others, something else could happen too. You can be loved, accepted. You can be made to feel secure. You can be received. You can be embraced. You can experience joy with someone else. I mean, it's amazing. You say, well, how am I going to know when you're determined to be open with somebody? That's, all, that's the only way you're going to know. Right? You can't just know by looking at a face, by hearing somebody's reputation. That reputation might not even be right or accurate. You can't go that way. You're just going to have to go and be open with someone. I'm talking about making a friend here. John 15, 15, Jesus talking to his disciples. He says, Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth, but I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. You know there were some people that Jesus made known unto and they hated him for it? and they laughed at him for it, and they mocked him for it, and they rejected him. But there were others like his disciples that loved him and received him and embraced him were comforted by him. And that's why he says, I'm not holding anything back from you guys because you're my friends. That's how you make friends. That's how friendships develop. And so I just say this morning, we all need friends. We need someone to be there for us when we fall. The Bible says two are better than one. It says when one falleth, the other one, I'm just to get right back up. It says a three-corded rope is hard to break. I mean, having that social network of friends can make all the difference. But if we never make a friend, if we're never amicable, if we're never accessible to anyone, if we're just not active, in finding friends, guess what? You're not going to have friends. And it's not because God doesn't want you to have friends. In fact, he teaches why there's blessings in having friends. The, the pros, the positives of having friends. But he says, you got to make that decision. You got to do it. So this is why it's so important, pursuing those friendships. I want to encourage you this morning. Be friendly. Be friendly. Have friends. You'll experience the greatest joy if you do. You really will. Is it risky? Yes. Yes. Man, but it's worth the risk. Definitely, definitely worth the risk. In fact, it says in the second part of Proverbs eighteen twenty four. it says, a, friend that, a man that had friends must show himself friendly. And then it says, and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. In other words, that guy was saying, the, the, the author of that proverb was saying, When you make that friend, that's a friend that stays through thick and thin. It's not a fair-weathered friend. He's not a false friend. He's a friend that's there forever. And you can only have that if you make a friend, if you make that friend. Jeremy Taylor said this, and I think I put it in your notes. By friendship, you mean the greatest love, the greatest usefulness, the most open communication, the noblest sufferings, the severest truth, the heartiest counsel, and the greatest unions of mind of which brave men and women are capable. What friendship's all about. I want to encourage you. Let's make some friends. Let's make some friends. That's what what we're here for, okay? Knowing God, connecting with others, making friends if you want to say it that way, and serving the kingdom. If we do that, I'm telling you, you're going to experience a life that is better than any other life you've ever had or ever will have. It's all built on that of friendship. Let's go ahead and pray and we'll be dismissed. Father, thank you so much for your many blessings. Thank you uh, for your truth. And and Father, I pray that as we just think about this of making friends, I pray that uh, you would help us in, in whatever area we might be struggling in. Maybe it's in this area of being amicable. And I, I pray that you'd help us have a demeanor that is friendly, that others uh, might see uh, in us and what we're communicating, someone that can be friendly and, and and wants to be a friend. Or perhaps, Father, this morning, just being accessible. Perhaps we've been really bogged down with work and with so many other things that maybe we just haven't been accessible to others as we ought to be in our friendships. I pray that you would you would help us to be that way. Help us to make time for others so that we might be friends. Um, and then father, I pray that we'd be active. help us to determine to just go and talk with someone, help us to determine to be open and allow a friendship to blossom that can really, change our life because it was our friendship with you that changed because you loved us first now we could love you because you were active in becoming our friend that we could be friends with you help us to do the same in our life help us to live out some of these truths and help us to grow in our relationships we ask this in Jesus precious name amen